0: That music means that uh, London beckons, and uh, at the end of the line, we have Brandon Smith. Good morning.
1: Good morning. How are you? Good, and you? Very good, thank you. That's
0: good. I have to always ask you, of course, what's your weather like?
1: (laughs) It's uh, actually quite cold, Uh um, and it's grey and overcast, so fairly typical, really. Okay.
0: Well, it's, it's cold here, but it's been lovely and sunny.
1: Oh, you're lucky. We're still waiting for spring to arrive.
0: <laughs> well, we officially we start winter tomorrow.
1: Well, that must mean we officially start summer. It does. <laughs> but
0: it does.
1: spring hasn't
0: arrived yet. Oh, no, well, I guess you got to bypass that occasionally, don't you? Yeah,
1: I hope must you be don't cl- get. Climate uh, ex- <laughs> change. yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, but isn't it funny how the climate change sceptics always talk about when there's heat waves and all of that but when there's a cold snap or snow everywhere they they they're not to be heard
1: yeah you hear nothing no you you hear the
0: you know the tumbleweeds rolling past (laughs) so
1: true
0: Um, now what's happening this week in the UK
1: well, uh, Prime Minister David Cameron has considered what I'm affectionately calling his rainbow tour, because he reminds me of Eva Perón, um, <laughs> as he whizzes around Europe to, uh, to discuss his proposed, uh, EU treaty changes. Now, the, uh, meetings with the Eastern Bloc, especially Poland, have not gone particularly well, but that was to be expected because Poland has some 800,000 citizens here in the UK. Uh, most of which are in fairly low paid jobs and so receive quite a bit in uh, welfare top-ups. Mm. Uh, but Germany, however, has, uh, is warming to it and they're becoming more and more sympathetic uh, and, and indeed they also want to put in a system whereas uh, if uh, people travel to uh, another EU state, if you don't have a job within six months, you have to go back home.
0: Ah, so, see,
1: that's so a... Germany's- Germany's getting lukewarm to it, which is great.
0: That's a great idea. Who, did did um, David Cameron come up with that idea himself?
1: No, that's actually a German idea. Uh, David Cameron uh, wants to over, completely overhaul the welfare um, state. Mm. And a part of that, he actually wants to bring in a four-year wait for all immigrants uh, before they can receive any sort of state benefit whether that sort of be the dole or housing benefit, child benefit or anything like that. Um, and Germany is very sympathetic on this because they've, they've had a big influx as well. Yep. So that's sort of draining on, on the German state as mm. well. So actually it was Germany who came up with this idea to say, yeah, let's have free and open borders. But, you know, if you come and you haven't got a job in six months, go back to your own country and claim the dole. Don't gee, sort of do it here.
0: Gee, I wonder if we can put our hand up for that as well.
1: I think it's a, a brilliant idea. Oh, I hope yeah. it goes through.
0: You bet, absolutely. Um, now you've um, you've also, w- while we're talking about refugees and migrants and what have you, you've had uh, many of them refusing to be fingerprinted.
1: Yes, this is a a, a big problem. It's particularly being highlighted uh, this week because uh, cash-strapped Greece, or so we, we all know is pretty much bankrupt. Yeah, um, has had sort of. 37,000 legal immigrants arrived this year, 12,000 in the last month. What? And yeah, and even in the last two days, 1,200 have arrived from Syria uh, by boat to the island of Kos, which is in the Aegean Sea. And uh, some of them are refusing to be fingerprinted to ascertain, ascertain their identity. Of course, they arrived with no documents. Um, so, And they're citing the EU uh, Human Rights Act, um, which ironically is something the UK desperately wants to get out of, right. um, is it's their human right to not have to be fingerprinted. <laughs> it's How bizarre.
0: ridiculous. I've never it heard anything ri- so stupid in my life.
1: Well, it is a real problem, and it's another thing on David Cameron's agenda is to get out of the EU Human Rights Act and create a British Bill of Human Rights because we have this problem in the UK where we have immigrants can come in um, and, you know, they could come here, they can um, blow stuff up, and as, as soon as they get married or have a child, they can claim EU human rights to a private life and stay. So we can't deport them anywhere. Oh, my goodness. Um, massive, massive problem, and it's been really highlighted this week as, you know, th- these people are coming over. They purposely don't bring ID, mm. refuse to be fingerprinted, but expect to be given papers, given, out, you know, somewhere to live put on on welfare
0: oh and 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 here here brandon they're fast-tracked into state housing
1: well that's exactly what's happening over Mm. here and it's exactly what what david cameron is trying to put a stop to so that you know to to be able to deport people for any kind of criminal act Mm. and luckily for you guys you can you can do this with your your citizen removing citizenship and and the uh, and passports from people who have dual passports. You can do this much easier. In the UK, at the moment, we are tied into Europe and it's almost impossible.
0: Well, that is if they've got passports with them. (laughs)
1: Yes, (laughs) but it's this whole thing about you can't make someone stateless, can you? But if they're a dual nationality then it's uh, theoretically it's open season you can take a passport off them
0: sure but our foreign our um, not foreign minister sorry immigration minister Peter Dutton has come out saying uh, that you know that's not quite you know if if the other dual if the dual nationality if the other country gets in first then we wind up with them
1: yes that's that's uh, (laughs) that's the lottery with us isn't it that's just so very very difficult situation Yep, uh, uh, and uh, there, I don't think there is an easy fix on it. But uh, it would seem if they don't start and take a harder line, then it's still just going to continue being a free for all and get worse.
0: Exactly. Uh, now on a on a brighter note, <laughs> Pussy Galore's back.
1: Pussy Galore is back for the rejoicing of Bond fans worldwide. <laughs> um, the James Bond fans are in a new treat because come September, um, Ian Fleming's famously leading lady who was who was played by Honor Blackman in the original film adaption of Goldfinger. That's
0: right. But she did is, come back. Pussy Galore's come back since then, though, hasn't she?
1: I think she was in uh, briefly in one other film. Oh, but I can't okay. remember what it is off the top of my head.
0: Oh, don't worry. Our, our encyclopedia of listeners will be able to tell us I that.
1: Yeah, I'm sure somebody uh, uh, will will remember. But um, uh, Anthony Horowitz is uh, releasing a new novel, which has also got some uh, unreleased material uh, in it from uh, when uh, Ian Fleming was still panning, and it's called Trigger Mortis, (laughs) uh, which is, I think, a brilliant title. It is. And it's going to um, pick up two weeks uh, after the original Goldfinger in uh, 19... 57. Mm. Uh, what's not clear yet is whether, whether the new version of Pussy Glore will be um, gay, uh, like in the original version in Fleming's book. I didn't know that. There you go. It was highly censored in the, uh, in the movie. And I think uh, she had a line in the movie when Bond was propositioning her. Yes. And said, I'm immune.
0: Oh, is that what she, that's what she meant? His
1: charms—that's what she meant. But they couldn't actually put it in the movie to be more blatant because they feared censorship would would block the movie from being released.
0: Uh-huh. I always learn something interesting from you, Brandon
1: Smith. <laughs> well, here's something else that's interesting: the character of Pussy Galore was actually based on a friend. Of uh, Ian Fleming, whose actual nickname was Pussy, oh, and wow. she was married to a secret agent.
0: Oh, really?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. It's only just been released from uh, some uh, government documents that have become available under freedom of information. Wow. Yeah, there's. Uh, you can research her whole uh, espionage career. She worked a bit undercover out in the Middle East and Cairo and stuff. Huh? There you yeah. go.
0: Well, and that's coming out in September, is it?
1: That's, that book's coming out in September, yeah, and called and Order.
0: When are they making a new Bond movie?
1: Uh, they're already filming it. Ah,
0: and is that with um, with Daniel Craig?
1: That's with Daniel Craig, mm. yeah. They had to uh, suspend filming for a little bit because he, he had an injury on set.
0: Oh, a bit like Johnny so, Depp down here.
1: Yeah, so it was running a <laughs> bit late, but uh, uh, it, it is definitely in the works.
0: Fantastic. Brandon, as always, thank you.
1: Thank you very much.
0: And uh, we'll look forward to chatting next week.
1: Absolutely. Have a good week. uh,
0: Thank you. You're not heading back to to Cannes?
1: No, no. Cannes is done and dusted for this year. That's finished now? Okay. Yes, absolutely.
0: What's the next one for you, the BAFTAs?
1: The next one is the BAFTAs. I start um, judging for that starts uh, probably uh, late October, early November.
0: Oh, that's not far away.
1: No, it's not far away. I've only got a a, a, couple. Few months left before I get tied down to watching movies for the winter.
0: <laughs> oh well, at least think you'll be able to give us some good mu- uh, movie critiques.
1: I, I certainly will. I'll be able to uh, to let you in what's uh, up and coming and hot.
0: Fantastic. Thank you, Brandon. All right, thanks. Bye. That's Brandon Smith. He's our man in the UK. He's actually an Aussie, even though he's got that uh, that British accent now because he's been there for over twenty years. But he's actually our uh, our Aussie in the UK with his report.